0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this night. We do ask that you open our understanding for this Bible study so we can live our lives and bring glory to your holy name. We give you the praise for all things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Where's Dad at? His ear bothering Okay, let's get right on into it. We're going to talk about two or three different things here real fast, all right? Okay, number one, we're going to talk about the channel of temptation. All right, the channel of temptation. Uh, We do need to understand, brother, give me some base or something. Um, Well, we we do need to understand um, that we are tempted every single day of our life. Do y'all, y'all know that? Amen. We're not living in la-la land, are we? Um, we just have not mastered the different types of temptations and the way they come. And you will never master them unless you start giving some attention to them. Amen. If we don't give attention to them, we're going to continue to fall prey. You see, the one thing that God charges with his people providing that you've been washed by his blood you've been born again your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life is that he birthed you for a reason that's to bring you to maturity or or what the scripture calls perfection not that you'll be a a stun and a runt i mean if you take a little field over there and you don't feed her will she grow she can only grow what she got in her then she'll starve then she'll do what Die. That's the same thing that happens spiritually. Because when you're born again, you supposed to be born of the water and of the spirit. And if you do not feed the spirit man, he will die. If you soak yourself in the things of the world, movies, papers, newspapers, uh, video games, just a bunch of mess and junk, you can't expect to be walking around a spiritual giant. And you definitely hadn't put yourself in a position. You hadn't even positioned yourself to even be used of God. I mean, let's just tell the truth. A lot of times, like I said before, the body as a whole, everybody's really not anointed in the place. We're really just getting a a lot of feeding off of those who are anointed. Those who are burning the oil. Those who are spending time with God. And those who life respect, it reflects a life of peace happiness, and joy. Amen. Uh, amen. See the naked truth? Now, if it's a man, if we can see that, then how, what do you think God sees? Amen. So it seems like every time there's some great move of God going on, something going on, it's the same people all the time. Whenever it's time for someone to need prayer, especially when visitors come and stuff, it's the same people all the time. Yeah, amen. You know, I, I quote that scripture all the time, but I only quote half of it. Oh, in 1 Corinthians 15, 33, evil communication corrupts good manners. huh? But the first part says, be not deceived. So I quote the second part for a purpose. But the first part of it says, be not deceived. You hear that? Evil communication corrupts good manners. Where you get evil communication from? Why you get it from bad company? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. There's this group I listen, used to listen to Bad company Amen. till the day I die. Bow, bow, bow. I know a lot of people are like, what in the world? Don't worry about it. You don't need to know. But I just want to let you know how their mind is, too. You can say certain words and, boy, them tunes come. They're forever etched in there. I, I was. I mean, I, I was seriously going to actually get some songs and then preach messages behind them. So you expose what they're really about. But you can't expect to be um, an anointed an appointed saint of God, ready for the master's use, if you haven't been spending no time sowing to the spirit. No wonder the church is shriveled up like a grape nowadays. Cause then, you know, look at, everybody look to your left. Now look to your right. And then people you just got finished listening, looking at, they ain't no good. They the reason why we're at fault. I mean, if you only got one or two people that is praying, fasting, studying, reading God's word, one or two people that constantly, when it comes time, okay, who, who, who do we call for? We need some prayerful healing. Who do we call for? We need some deliverance. Who do we call for? We need some ministry of counsel. Who we call for? See, you don't want to call for those who you know been bootlegging and jacklegging around with God. You can pick up on that spirit. We want to call those who we know who have been spending some time with the Lord. Yeah, amen. Isn't that right? See? So be not deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manners. So if you keep yourself in love with God, you don't have to worry about your communication being corrupt. You don't have to worry about it being evil. There must be some type of change, brothers and sisters. I mean, just because we here, we, we ain't walking on cloud nine in holiness. I can tell you that right now. You got more temptation here than you do in the world. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. Sloth. That's amazing. We got that transmitter going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And how in the world do you want to turn over and listen to a talk show? A secular talk show. Now, of course, you want to get them to testify about the goodness of God too on Sabbath, too, don't you? Them put about 12 hours in that week, listen to uh, Sean Hannity, Russ Limbaugh, Michael Del Jorno, Jim Rohn, and, and then want to come up and testify how good God is. Y'all see me shaking my head, huh? I want to look at every new movie and every new thing that comes out and stuff, but, but God is good, isn't he? Well, you ought to count the long-suffering of God as your salvation, because he is good. He didn't kill you. Amen. Amen. See, so I get in trouble for like, stuff like this all the time. We, we forget the fact that there were two people, two brothers. Mm-hmm. Two brothers. Both of them come out of the same womb. And the scripture says, before they were yet born. Can you imagine that? That means before they even parted the matrix. Before they were yet born. Neither one of them having done good or evil. Huh? God says, Jacob, I love. Esau, I hate it. I want to tell y'all something. Both of them come from the seed of the promise. Yes, sir. Amen. Oh, right. oh. Right. Amen. Yes, and that's something. You know that, that before even people born, God know who He loves and who He hates. Yes, Amen. He know He's going He know who He's gonna choose according to election. The ideal is you don't know. You only know when you accept his word. You keep his commandments. He fills you with his Holy Spirit. Seals you until the day of redemption. That's when you know. And that's when it should bring about a thankfulness. A gratefulness. Because I will tell you, being around the people of God that's oppressive, and and, and you you, you start to see the masses of people that that really don't hunger and thirst to be right and stuff, I'm telling you, the devil uses that. He will sap and draw you down from spiritual energy from serving God. If you don't keep your eyes on Jesus yes, How many people we seen um, And Judas entered into him yes, sir. Or Satan entered into Judas yes, How many people we've seen Demon enter entering people And all of a sudden They seem like the air let out of them and, and it looked like they were doing good Oh he loved Oh how I love Jesus Next thing you know What happened yes, sir. Yes, sir. What, what happened Amen. What did God do to him What did God do to anybody Uh, you know, folks, this is reality. You know what I mean? Right. This is reality. You know, we do need it. Okay, but anyway, First John 2.15. You got your Bible. Let's turn over there. And then put your finger, make a finger mark on a, X, I mean, Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. All right? And let's look at this thing. Let's look at this thing because, uh, I mean, I, I want to be holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the scripture said be holy in all manner. Of conversation. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah, now the question is, how you doing? Y'all ready? First John 2.15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And if any man love the world, you think it's talking about the world? It, surely the subject cannot be the world, right? Oh, it is the world. The subject is the world. So it's giving us some instructions. Not, is that not so? Are we not receiving instruction? Huh? It's giving us three warnings about the world so far. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. And if any man love the world, wow. You think he's talking about the world? Are we getting any instructions? Yes or no? Is this holy? Is it right? Is it just? Is it true? Yes or no? Huh? You know, I have to labor to get you to acknowledge the truth, because you know when the, the scripture said, "Acknowledge the truth and hope for eternal life." And, and when you have to struggle to acknowledge the truth, that, that means your soul is somewhere else. Because remember, it's the soul that sinneth; it shall die. Yeah, he not wrong with The spirit, the spirit's, all all spirits, gonna return back to God. But the soul, the souls are the ones going different places. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The body's going back to the dust of this earth. Amen. A- 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 Amen. Lord. I- we, we can't allow the fear of God to depart from us in this generation. There's, there's too many people not fearing him. I, I told you, we like the last of the Mohicans. Yeah. I'm serious. Yes, we cannot allow the fear of God to to depart from eyes. I was talking with Paige the other day, and um, we was talking about how that when somebody, God specifically told somebody what to do. And y'all know how we got the Holy Ghost. And I was like, man. I said, I, I, then I, I reiterated to her and to my wife. I said, you know, I said, there's only a few occasions that God has spoken through, to me through his spirit. And I said, I have not deviated to the left. Or to the right in any matter that he has spoken to me in like that. I I must be terrified. I must be afraid of him. I I am too chicken to do anything else. Got that right. Everybody don't get to hear his voice like that. Of course, you know, hey, it ain't nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. Did not Solomon talk to God? God appeared before him twice. That wasn't enough to convince him to stay away from the love not the world, neither things that are in the world. And if any man love the the love of the Father, the Creator, the Holy One of Israel, the maker of you and me and everything in between, heaven and earth, and including hell, devils and his angels, he made everything for his good pleasure. The love of the Father is not in him. Is that not sober admonishment? Praise the Lord. Now, for all that is in the world. Do you think it's still? Do we think the subject is still the world? Huh? I'm glad I ain't got my daughter here trying to badger me about my English. But I still think the subject is world. Amen. All right. For all that is in the world. Is the lust of the flesh, which includes appetites, cravings, and passions. Your appetites, your cravings, and your passions. Is that right? Is that right? Remember over in Genesis uh, 3 6, and the woman saw that the tree was good for food. What did she do? She saw that the tree was good. For food. And the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Cravings, appetites, passions. Huh? The lust of the eye. Is that right? Lust of the eye. You hear that? Lust of the eyes. Is that right? And that it was pleasant to the eyes. Y'all hearing this Genesis 3, 6? And it was pleasant to the eyes. See, now we're way back over here in we're almost over here at the book of Revelation now. We're way back over in Genesis to define this whole thing. Isn't that right? And the pride of life. Now, wait a minute. You know, the lust of the eyes is selfishness and self interest. Are we not supposed to be about our father's business? Okay. All right. And the pride, uh, And the pride of what? Life. And the tree. And a tree. To be desired to make one wise. The pride of life, self-promotion, self-exhortation. Are we listening, brothers and sisters? Are we listening? So this is what the scripture is talking about when it says, love not the world, neither things in the world. Anyway, so 1 John 2.16 says, for all that in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Uh, folks, God is only trying to save us. And the biggest person he got to save us from is ourselves. See, somebody need to tell you that you are your own worst enemy. You stop putting the finger and blaming everybody else. You are your own worst enemy. If you say you love God, say just say I will obey you, Father. And he will even equip you to obey him. Because i tell you right now, our flesh don't want to obey God. I know my flesh don't want to obey God. Now, of course, I'm the only one that needs working on in this whole place, though. I'm the only one in this whole place need needs to be sanctified. So y'all just keep watching me. I'm on my way. I got to wait. Y'all just got to wait till I get there. Y'all have already arrived, so I got to get there. So be patient with me. Here Bro brother, <laughs> You holding yourself Okay, then. Hold your pulse there, bro. And the world passeth away. Wow, I have to mention all that about the world, and it's going to do what? Pass. Pass away. And the lust thereof. You mean to tell me the world is going to pass away with all its appetites, all its cravings, all its passions, all its selfishness, all its self-interest, all its self-centeredness, and all, its, all that's going to pass away. But he that doeth the will of God abideth for how long? Right. Boy, hallelujah. That's probably the reason why we're still here. Because we're, we're doing the will of the Father, so we're abiding. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I had a pastor call me from Dallas, Dallas, Texas, last night. I got people. I was like, oh, boy, here we go again. Look at God. He's trying to put fields out again. I got some people want me to come down to South Carolina and minister to them. Now they don't want a no one meeting, they want four or five meetings. And the preacher down in Dallas, I talked to him about how long? about an hour last night on the phone. And of course now he he talking about when we come down and and minister to him, I'm like, well, here we go again. Here about say Texas. At least there's another part of it. Yeah. It's that Tyler I told her I ain't going back to. Amen. Mm-mm. Amen. Huh? That's true. <sighs> Praise the Lord. Everybody takes this. <laughs> anyway, so, but, but we see this, right? Yeah. Now, Genesis 3 6 says, And the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes. A tree. To be desired to make one what? Wise. Now watch this. Let me show you. This. See this, this. is Come on. Let's look at this thing for a moment, all right? Let's, let's center in on this part right here. A tree. To be desired. And to make one wise. What's the first thing you want to do when you think you got something? Go run and tell it. God ain't never gave you nothing for yourself, hey you? I didn't mean to bust y'all bubble. You know what I mean? I just—you get a light bubble to go on, and you think that that light bubble is for everybody else. When God been trying to knock that filament around in your socket all this time to get it shining, <laughs> y'all ain't never went up to a light bubble, and that man I wonder why that thing ain't work? Peek peek. peek tick, tick, tick. Oh, there it is. Okay, praise the Lord. I'm gonna leave us alone. No, I ain't about a minute. And she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. See, first thing she did she saw a tree, desire to make one wise, she took it, first thing she did what? Give it away. Get it. Get it. Amen. And that also letting us know that everything you getting ain't ain't the light of God either. And he did eat. Now what's the difference between. Now we're going to switch channels here just for a second. Okay. Talk about accusations for a minute. Now what's the difference between the devil's accusations. And the Holy Spirit convictions. We need that answer don't we. You ever felt sorrow before. Sorrow from the devil's accusations. And sorrow from the Holy Spirit convictions. They both feel the same. That's why it's hard for us to discern. What is which? Which is what? Because sorrow feels the same. The heart only got one way to discern sorrow it's sorrow. Okay. This ain't going to be too hard, is it? Is that right? A a false guilt or, you know, guilt is one of the the devil's main tools. Is that right? Guilt is, right? Okay. Now, what guilt does is lead to death. Now, you must understand that death is not always ceasing to exist naturally. Death is also separation. I mean, you can have a, a, a good friendship, union, and communion. All of a sudden, you can sense that there's something has done died off in that. Y'all can't sense that stuff? Y'all ain't never been in place you walk in a room you can tell when people been talking about you? There's some death going on there. And you don't, you mean to tell me you don't experience no sorrow even though you don't know what's going on? You experience sorrow, got a little bit of grief going on? See, that's what we're here for, to help you to learn how to discern these things. Is that all right? That's what we're here for, our brothers and sisters, because, you know, we need to make sense of this thing that's going on because we're in a serious spiritual warfare. And we can't be going around continuing with our heads stuck in the sand acting like we know what's going on and we have being taken advantage of every single day. Is that right? All right. So, but, hey, Holy Spirit conviction, it brings sorrow. Does it not? Now, let me see if I can find a scripture over here cause I didn't write it down. Cuz let's see what I got to go through though, don't you? See my Bible. Amen. Some right here and some right here. So just bear with me for a moment. All right. Just one minute. I'll be there in a second. Maybe I'm in the wrong book. All right. Here we go. We're in Second Corinthians. So let me put this piece back. chapter 7 We we'll won't going to bring this thing down in just for a second alright you know where's that tape at Carol you know that clear tape it's at home well I'll just make sure I get it okay alright now watch are y'all going to listen to this for a minute yes, yes, alright now, now watch this Let, let's just start at the first verse of 2 Corinthians chapter 7, all right? Are you going to listen? Are you sure? I have your undivided attention. You know what that means? That means you're there, you're sitting there, and your mind is there too. Your mind ain't at the ball game. Or wonder what you're going to do with this evening. You ain't got nothing to do this evening anyway. I can tell you what we need to do. We need to actually bathe ourselves in his word. Amen. 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 Hey. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God, because it's only for Paige and not for everybody else. No. Is that what he said? He no. said let us, didn't it? Yes, Meaning all of us. Isn't that right? Amen. Look at Paul. Now watch. Watch this look. He says, receive us. Did y'all hear that? Can y'all receive me, brothers and sisters? Yes, Do y'all understand I'm really not your enemy? Yes. Have y'all figured that out by now? Yes. Y'all have figured it out by now? Yes. Uh, I know I look crazy and stuff, but I ain't your enemy, though. Now watch this now. Hey. Receive us. We have wronged no man. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. Y'all hear this? I speak not this to condemn you, for I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. Y'all hear that? Great is my boldness of speech towards you. You know, a lot of people, they want these old soft faggot preachers come talking to them. Huh? Got manicured hands and toes and can on. They they want them old soft. How y'all doing today? You ain't going to get that here. No, you ain't. mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, sir. Uh-uh. So great is my boldness. A speech toward you. That's one thing I've never, ever been accused of is having a lack of boldness. Isn't that true? Look to what he says now. But this is Paul. Look what he says now. Great is my glorying of you. You know what that means? That means he actually talk about y'all to people abroad. Good. Look what he says. I am filled with comfort, and I am exceedingly joyful in all our tribulations. Y'all hear that? Man, I am. Man, does people talk about us? Man, praise God. What does the Bible say about that? I'll tell you to rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. That means, man, every time they do it, they're helping us stack up some more timber. Send on up some more gold. Send on up some more. I want to make sure my mansion is full. Hallelujah. Ain't that beautiful? Amen. Hallelujah. Anyway, now watch this now. Look what he says. For when we were come unto Macedonia, our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, within were fears. That was a lot of turmoil going on in their journeys. Is that right? Nevertheless, God, the comforter, those That are cast down, comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not by his coming only, but by the constellation wherewith he was comforted in you. That means, man, Titus made a journey. He even told us about how he was comforted with being with the saints. And man, that brought us even more joyful and more cheer. It sure is a beautiful thing when God's people walk together in unity. Man, you ain't never seen nothing like before in your life, boy. Man, that, that three, four cord can't be so soon broken, can it? Man, that's so beautiful, boy. Look what he says. Your mourning, your fervent mind towards me, so that I rejoice the more. Isn't that something they probably was telling you? You know, Todd, we sure do love that Paul. We sure do love that Paul, man. I mean, tell you what. And that probably just made him, made him even cry even more so. Huh? Now look what he says, though. You can tell you them this in rebuking. Because his next word says, For though I made you sorry with a letter. I'm going to straighten you folk out. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. For though I made you sorry with a hair, letter. Look what he says. I do not repent. In other words, Paul intended on making the church sorry in a letter that he wrote, but he ain't repenting for it. Watch this. There's a reason why he's not repenting for it. Look what he says now. Though I did repent. And he ain't talking about the letter he read either. For I perceive that the same epistle, that means letter, have made you sorry. Though it were but for a season. Now here it is. Here's the key. Now I rejoice not that you were made sorry. Here it is. But. That ye sorrowed to repentance. Now, ah, hallelujah. See, that's a good sorrow right there, man. You feel it? Ah, oh, man. Man, when you're looking for the, the favor of God, causing you to repent, goodness of God to lead you to repent, that's a good That's why he said, Man, I'm not sorry for that. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not sorry that I made you sorry. Uh uh-uh. uh. But that it made you sorrow. To repentance. That's a good sorrow. That's conviction. That's conviction. See, the other type of sorrow don't lead you to conviction. It leads you to self-justification, self-pity. Yeah, amen. And then it leads you to have a third slanted eye toward your brother and sister who you should be walking in love with. And then it causes separation. Death. Causes communication to be disturbed, locked up, jammed up, can't even communicate no more. Because spirit accusations are working now. See, it's bringing about a separation, death. Is that not what death is, a separation? Yeah, y'all see it? See it? See it? Now look what he says now. Look at this. For you were made sorry after a godly manner. See, that's conviction. When you're made sorry after a godly manner. That you might receive damage by us and nothing. You know, a lot of people say, yeah, that's one thing they don't like. Man, I don't like going around and preaching anything, man, man. Because everything, every time I get, I don't think I get nothing but damaged. <laughs> well, if you can't repent, I know what's going on. Yeah. When have I ever instructed anybody to do anything remotely wrong? Have yeah. anybody ever heard me try to tell anybody anything remotely wrong? Not in days, in all these years you've known me. So why should I start? You are my witnesses. Amen. Look what he says right here. For Godly sorrow work a repentant to salvation. Praise Jesus. Not to be repented of. See, when you really Godly sorrow, and, and the Holy Ghost, he really whoops a fire to you, and you really, really sorrow, you don't want to go touch that thing again. Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's enough of that <laughs> I got your message God, that's enough of that I, Uh-uh, no more You ain't got to commit That's what we need more of in this generation We need more Holy Ghost Chastisements Just cause we grown don't mean we, we, we too big to get our rear end Whooped We need more Holy Ghost chastisement To cause us to sorrow, to bring us to repentance Which is going to lead us closer to Salvation See, this salvation can't be no one time thing, brother. So we got to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. Good thing to have some sorrow tied to us when it's going to bring us to conviction to Jesus, on to perfection. That's good sorrow, brother. Say, Amen. Is that right? Not to be repented of, but the sorrow. Of the world worketh death. You think we got the you, you think we got it now, right? We got it now, right? You think we got it now? That that sorrow causes guilt and accusation and stuff it leads to death. That's the sorrow of the world. That's the sorrow of the world. It doesn't cause you to repent, it causes you to sit there and muster around and run around in circles trying to look for a loophole in justification. Amen. Hey, amen. But when it's the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. He leads you to your knees. Amen. Then afterwards comes that peaceable fruit of righteousness. So that's why he said, not to be repented of. Because, see, when you, when you repented, you, you died of that thing. You made a full end of it, not to be repented of again. I'm finished with that. Gone. Dead. No more. I'm sorry. Could give me a billion dollars, and there's just a lot of things I would never ever touch again. There's not enough money in this world to make me touch it. Slide that kind of mother of me. I'd be glad to default it to a fool here. Go on out, live it up. Have fun. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna stay over here in my corner. <coughs> My rock over here on my knees. (laughs) Stay close to my God. Huh? Who owns a cattle of 10,000 hills. The earth is the Lord and the food is thereof. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good enough for me. For behold the selfsame thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sword. What carefulness. It wrought in you. You ever notice how your walk come a little bit more straight? woo hoo you very careful about it. Hey, I'm gonna walk up right in there. Ah, I know what that leads to. Ah. I'm a, yeah, I'm careful in this. Y'all ain't never had sin make a fool out of you? Now you tell me, why the hell you wanna go back and go mess and tap dance with that mess again then? What's wrong with you? You ain't learned the first time? Yeah, Out of your mind, no, he said, What carefulness it wrought in you, huh? Yay, and what clearing of yourselves, huh? And that, man, you I'm clearing this matter. Why the blood of Jesus, He cleared me in this matter, and my conscience is clearing this matter. I can think straight, I can think right. You ain't got to worry about me messing around with that ever again, huh? And what indignation. Isn't that amazing how when godly sorrow really truly worked, that the thing that caused you to sorrow to repentance, all of a sudden now you develop a hatred, a godly antipathy towards it. You. you can't stand that thing because you knew it was trying to kill you, trying to slew you, work death in you, trying to mess up your relationship with the king of glory, trying to send your soul to a living, burning hell. So yeah. what indignation. You better believe you're going to warn. You better believe it. Amen. That's called righteous in the nation. And what fear. <laughs> when you see how close you were to hell. What do you got that right? Huh? And what vehement desire. Well, didn't it put a zeal in you? To be more holy. Hallelujah. Especially when you taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, he, get, he got so much taste and he wants you to see. Amen. Goodness of God, leads you to repent. Come get a taste. Just come get a taste. Shoot, man, that thing tried to deceive you, man. You ain't fooling around with that no more. Isn't it right? And you look. And, and, hey, and what zeal and what revenge. Huh? In all things, you have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm, I, I'm clear. I'm clear. See, that's how you judge feelings. That's how you know that if you're sitting here lingering around and man, pondering and then you're trying to look for some allies to justify the way you believe, still can't get no peace, why are you sitting there trying to defend guilt and shame? You know, it's amazing how we always look for those who we think is going to agree with us when we're in our mess. we we'll don't never go to them ones that you tell them and they're sitting there listening. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. You better repent, huh? <laughs> yeah, come on, brothers and Look for that repentance, amen? Amen. Think about it, the thoughts that you had. Did they reflect truth or did they reflect error? Did they, come on, think about it. Did they reflect truth or did they reflect error? See, all this is going to chart our course. You know how sometimes we're sitting up there trying to play around in a value decision, acting like we don't know? If it's taking all that, you know you're in the wrong place. <laughs> all that lingering around. Uh, amen. Do you feel guilty? Do you feel worthless? Do you feel stupid? Come on. Do these feelings drive you in the ground? They drive you in the ground? You know, you folk act like I'm the only one that lives around this place. What am I supposed to do? i was supposed to get up in and hash out all my mess so you can gloat. So you can feel better. Get up here Set up and look like a fool Act like a fool Just so you can smile Oh look at him now Praise the Lord (laughs) (laughs) Amen It's kind of funny isn't it Amen But anyway you know You need to check to see what you're experiencing if, If it's really truly written in the word You know what I mean but a lot of times, since we got so much word in us, we ain't got to go and do all that. We already know. We're in the valley of decision, taking all that time. We know we're defending our flesh. Amen. We know we are. Keeping us from the convicting power of the Holy Ghost. Come on. You know the reason why? Because we're deceived. We're deceived. Let's hear just a few scriptures on, on uh, deceive, okay? Now, remember, conviction that leads to repentance brings life. Always brings life. Amen. Accusations, coupled with guilt, leads to death. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Form of separation. You can believe that. All right? Let's, let's go over here, though. Um, 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Hey, y'all make sure y'all um, kind of mark these scriptures right here. Um, we're going to run through these and just read just the scriptures, but we want y'all to understand it, that, um, that, that y'all really need to know these, okay? Because I think one of the things we need to be warned of more than anything is deception. Now notice, when we read 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty-three, it says, be not deceived. That's talking about you. Yes, sir. Evil communication corrupts good manners. It's telling you, amen. be not deceived, all right? So that's a warning. Is that right? Absolutely. All right. Now then it says over in 1 Corinthians 6, 9, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the what? Of God. So the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Is that right? So you know what God getting ready to do? He getting ready to define us what is unrighteous. That's right. How we know what is unrighteous if, we, if, we don't, if he don't give us a list of what it is. Now, when he gives us a list of what it is, we can no longer plead ignorance. Because he's telling us what's right, unrighteous. Is that right? Amen. Now, look what he says. Yes, Be not deceived. Or, or there it is again. There, there. there it is again. Be not what? Don't you ever be deceived. Somebody say that I'm born again, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, What say it, always say all this old crap and stuff. Let's see what the book says. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor infeminate. That's faggots. Soft peddling, spineless cockroach buttermilk milk toast men. Now all that ain't written in there, but it's still true. nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Look at this one. And such were some of you. Ain't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Pack of junkies. Amen. Pack of drunks. Amen. Amen. And such were some of you. Oh, Paul trying to condemn us, right? No, he encouraging us. I'm telling you, don't be deceived. Look what he says. But you are washed. You are sanctified. You are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus by the spirit of our God. I'm so glad to be free from that mess. Hallelujah. Isn't that good? Galatians six seven. Isn't that good? Are you ready? Be not deceived. There we go again. You think God don't want us to see, right? It's the third time we've heard this. Be not deceived. We probably heard be not deceived. I can't tell you how many times just in this little short hour. But he said, right, look, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Y'all understand that? If you sow good, what are you going to reap? Good. You sow mercy, what are you going to reap? Mercy. You sow wrath and anger and destruction, what are you going to get back? Let me. Can I give y'all word? Be not deceived. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that good, brother? Be not deceived. Uh, be not deceived. Is that right? Be not, be not deceived. Is that right? For he that sowed to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that sowed to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Hey, be not deceived watching movies, reading newspapers, reading novels and books and carrying on, don't be deceived. So to the spirit, pray, fast, study, read your word, make intercession. Amen. 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 Be not deceived. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody going to be with me. Hallelujah. Out of mouth two or more witnesses, so everything else is overkill. Amen. Two more witnesses. Every word Everybody else be looking for the crowd, I'll be looking for the one. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Crowd ain't never been right. You yeah, right? right? Watch this. 2 Corinthians, no, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 3.13. And then we'll finish on Titus 3.3. 2 3. Timothy 3.13. Are you there? Y'all ready? But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Now, wait a minute. Is evil men and seducers going to get better? It's an evil man. Do y'all know how to define an evil man? Yes, Surely we ain't that stupid, are we? Are we that dumb? We can't tell what's evil and what's good. Amen. What's the matter? You don't want to respond because you evil? You don't want to incriminate yourself? Yes, sir. Huh? Amen. About time you're moving. <laughs> but evil man that seduce herself, wax. In other words, they're not going to get better. They're gonna increase to more wickedness, yes, is that right? Yes, and they're gonna get worse and worse. But look at this: deceiving, yes sir, deceiving, meaning deceiving you, yes, sir. and being deceived. Yes. In their own self, they deceive, they deceive. Y'all see that? Deceiving and being deceived. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know how we read the scripture over there in the old covenant about a person said, "I won't have peace without God." That's a deceived person. That's a deceived person. Huh? Because the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. There is no God. The fool did. Is that right? Well, look what he said. Look, look, look at this. So they're going to be deceiving, them, being deceived. Is that right? But you continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. See, we're little children right now, and that from a child that has known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto what? Salvation. That's what we're all about, brothers and sisters. We're all about making you wise unto salvation. Is that what the Scripture says? Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't think that you're here just because you want to be here. You're here because the Holy Spirit got you here. He's trying to save your hard-headed self. Amen. Uh, You know what the book already tells us we're going to receive all these crowns. And then the Bible already gives us instructions. What we're going to do. We're going to slide them all right back to him and say, your word. I even show you how to do oppositeness and that. I'll show you. I'll slide them things over there, man. I'll bow, man. I'll get on my face, man. I'll roll around. I'll show you how to do opposite. I'll show you how to be thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm planning on leading a charge in a lot of things. Me and David going to have a battle up there on that one. I know David's written about, but I'm I'm being written about right now. Oh, hallelujah. Don't you love God? Shoot. Don't be jealous of me because I love him. Just just join on in. There's enough room. There's room at the cross for you. Don't sell bad like some little kid got his little candy bar snatched away from me. you. You sell bad too long. If I can reach I'll grab yours and take it. And increase my and have me two or three candy balls. That's what God, that's his principles. You take away from that who think he got it, and give it to one that got a lot. I just think different, don't I? All right. Titus three three, and we're finished. Are you there? You should be there. I try to, you ever notice I try to line these scriptures up so we can just walk right on down the line? I try to make it easy for us. You know, I, I really try my best to Now, Sometimes we have to jump from here way over there and way over but I try to line it on down the line. All right? For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. You ain't got to worry about agreeing with that. Watch me. I agree. I agree, Father. I agree. I agree. I'm not even looking for you to join in on me on that one. I I ain't testify that to my own self. Hallelujah. I don't need your help on that one. Isn't that right? Disobedient. That's me. me. Uh, For we ourselves were sometimes foolish and disobedient. Deceived. Amen. Serving divers lust right here right here and pleasures right here boy right. Well, right now it's bullseye every time isn't it living in malice ill will ain't you ain't never been ill in nobody yet. Amen. amen envying uh-huh. man bullseye isn't it? Huh? Hateful oh, oh God oh, stand a chance, boy. wow they tear the target up. Amen. Huh? Amen. And hating one another. It's just Amen. a trope. Does anybody fit that mode? Wow. Anything left? <laughs> You know, you take a target, you ain't never seen, y'all see me out there shooting that pistol, right? Shooting that target. I mean, you only get hit the center so many times, it's just, you got to start actually, when the center's gone, you got to try to hit the little remnants around the center just to make the hole bigger. Yeah. Yeah. No give you bragging rights. No big hole. Ha, I did it. Huh? I remember we was back there one day, and old Aaron Hamlet came back, and I said, and I was about, I was actually about from here to that door. And I said, I can take his pistol and shoot a smiley face. He goes, but you don't believe it, do you? He said, I can't watch. Pow, 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 So go check it. He goes, man, <laughs> wow, you only see that in the movies. Now I don't think I can do it right now because I'm out of practice. What do you think? How we? Is that what's going on with us? We're out of practice. We're out of practice and walking holy. We're not quite as accurate. Uh, We can't shoot a smiley, but we can shoot a. (laughs) Ah! You thought I was talking about guns, didn't you? That got you, didn't you? Thought I was talking about forty. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. But man, after that resume, boy, we that, that fits all of us, does not. Then he says, "But after that, the kindness and love of our God and Savior toward man appeared." That was Jesus Christ. He, even after all that, he appeared. Huh not by works of righteousness which we have done but according to his mercy he saved us by the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Ghost Which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior. Hallelujah. Ain't this a faithful saying? We bless the name of Jesus. Why well, is just beautiful, isn't it? Isn't that beautiful? Y'all write this down. Write these scriptures down. Please read these, okay? Because it's, it's a more be not deceived, all right? James 1.22. Please read this. First Peter one thirteen. That's good enough. Got about four or five, but we don't want to give you a writer's cramp. Look look at What? James one twenty two and First Peter. Okay, that's good enough. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word here tonight. May I pray that these sins will sing deep down in our hearts that we will be grateful even the more for your mercy that you shed abroad upon us we bless you for all things in the precious name of Jesus amen bless y'all amen. have a good night amen. king